and uh, we are going to bring in the guys from Eve to Adam right now. Gentlemen, how are you? Hey, hey. Hey. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? What's going on? We are good. How are you guys? We are uh, feeling a lot better these days than we used to (laughs) as of late. So uh, we got some good things going on. We found some good energy and some good people we're working with and Things are starting to look a little bit, a uh, little bit more on the upside. So it's been a while since uh, since we've been connected for a minute, you know. So it's good to see you again, and thanks for having yeah. us on. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I want to dig in a little bit, uh, but before we dig into what we got currently going on with you guys, tell us, uh, just bring us, the, give us the history of of Edad, where 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 you guys started at, to to where you're at now. Well, do you remember the Paleolithic era uh, <laughs> uh, when the dinosaurs ruled the world? Um, CBGB's actually is the birthplace of the, of the band. There you um, go. The Bowery of New York City in uh, in early 2000 uh, with the, our first major release in 2001, two months right before 9-11, and, uh, which was awesome. Uh, but it did get us on tour with Tesla, our first major real tour with, with an awesome band. And uh you know, we, we're one of those groups that's, um, we haven't really changed much formulaically. We've pretty much been, uh, modern hard rock. You know, some people call us modern classic rock. I mean, I don't know what you, whatever it is, but ACDC and, you know, early Metallica and like stuff, you know, early like Alice in Chains and like stuff that we, you know, we really loved and grew up on and tool and stuff like that. I mean, we always just, what we've loved is what we've loved and we've always put it in our music and we've just tried to grow as writers and as artists. And we've seen the advent of, uh, iTunes into MySpace, into Facebook, into Spotify. And uh, I feel like I could probably sit on a panel and talk about all of the, uh, the shifts and changes in the industry, uh, technologically, but, uh, you well, know, you're talking Jared's language now. Cause yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. Like, we like to dig into that kind of stuff of, where the where the music industries come from and where it's at now to and one thing that we we always love to talk about is back in the day it was release a single release a single release an album now it's right. single, release, single release single release single release single release you got to stay relevant with the with the content sure. so yep. what what is what's what do you i guess what's your pros and cons of of where it was and where it is now on on that kind in the music industry I mean, the audience is always shifting to condition and stimuli, right? So, like, uh, attention span is different. Um, it's a different generation. Things move way faster. We live in an age of instant gratification. And like Andy Warhol said at one time, where everyone is famous for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not so much about us anymore as, as it is about how an artist or a passion fits into the landscape of whatever so-called, you know, individual is doing you know we're try you're lucky to be the soundtrack to a video game binge uh an uber eats uh you know <laughs> uh sleepover thing or whatever you know i mean like you're just basically like you know you're like uh i think it's like a very very uh uh extensive collective mosaic of so many more um influences beyond just like a certain genre like you know i grew up on like you know, thrash metal, hair metal, hard rock, you know, even like stuff like my first tape, I think was, was Michael Jackson thriller and, and, and Bruce Springsteen's born in the USA, you know, and I say cassette, uh, you know, I, I went to a tape shop and I was like seven years old. My mom had given me like 10 bucks and I bought two tapes. Those are the two tapes I bought. Cause I was, 
I was a kid in the eighties, you know, early eighties. I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'm 45 years old. So it's like, you know, I grew up, we grew up, I'm part of the MTV generation, you know, right. when Kurt Loder would bring you the news, doop, 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 <laughs> you know, you know, Megadeth, the great little soundbite right there for, yeah. for peace cells, you know, and, uh, and, and it's like, we were on a need to know as fans, you know, I waited in line from Metallica. I, I, I slept in a parking lot for two nights to get tickets. There was no stub hub and, 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 you know, digital like manipulation. It was like you sleeping next to that guy on the tent and he stinks. And how bad do you love Metallica? You know, you're like, Oh man, I love Metallica, <laughs> but I don't know, you know, so you had to earn it. It was a little different. It was a little different. Um, it was more of a culture. It was more of a, it was always like, like, like being in a gang or something, you know, uh, your identity, your metal shirts you wore, you know, you don't want to be caught dead with like a slaughter shirt on. If the guy next to you is wearing like, you know, you know, uh, the surf Nicaragua SOD or something, you know what I mean? Or, uh, you know, the thrash guys, you know, that they had the, the power slave shirt on the iron maiden and you're coming in with the, you know, open up and say, ah, oh, sure. You're going to get a beat down. Um, but you know, it's it a different time. I mean, now it's like, you know, I remember Millie Vanilli, like one of those guys killed themselves for lip syncing. And now yeah. like and lip syncing is like, yeah, it's just the way the art form is. And I'm like, well, uh, is anybody doing anything here? Is anyone plugged in? <laughs> is it, or we just, this right. is choreography. Yeah. It's a different world. I mean, look, I, for us, it's always been about music. We've tried to make better albums as we've progressed, you know, and we've always tried to work with great people. We try to, you know, the, the total, total quotient of everything is, I, I think it's always the sum of the parts. And uh, I think that's what a band is. I, I, I don't like using the word brand. I'm not a corporate person. I'm in a rock and roll band. I've been one for 20 years. You know, it's like, I just don't, I, I think it's like kind of weird. Like that bands are like, instead of writing songs together and getting fucked up and, and, and like, you know, maybe, you know, making experiences that you you only tell a few friends right. uh, that everyone's trying to shark each other on, you know, the release of whatever before midnight so they can take away the other guy's thunder instead of like collaborating together and collectively, you know, using their energy to make a scene and a community. And, you know, I think I believe in strength in numbers, you know, and I don't have anxiety so I can talk to anyone. So I guess I, I have that advantage, but um, you know, I don't mean that as slight to anybody. I, 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 I've had anxiety before. It's something you have to deal with. You have to kind of like, you can't just like not exist in the world and talk to anybody, especially in the music business. It's a social business. You know, I'm going to hear, I'm going to introduce you to Clive Davis. Oh, I can't talk to him. I have anxiety right now, but make sure he hears my songs. Okay. <laughs> That's not going to really work out. You know? So, I mean, look, I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm, uh, you know, an alien. Sometimes I feel like the old guy. Sometimes I feel like I'm really glad I was part of the generation that I was, you know, the Xennials or whatever. We're in between X and, and, and millennial. And we grew up with Nintendo and, and Nintendo turned into, you know, <laughs> turned into all this other stuff. But I mean, started with Atari and, and Sega Genesis. And, you know, I didn't have uh, 3000 channels. We had to like get up and change the channel and stuff. I mean, it was like, it's a different world. I mean, I used to wait and watch, well, you know, wait for guns and roses to come on headbangers ball or, you know, or, or whoever your favorite band was like, you know, you, you had to tune in and like, you know, I couldn't talk to Axl Rose on Facebook or something, but I mean, it's like, it's a different world. I mean, I think the expectations yeah. of fans is different, you know? And, and I think that, but I firmly believe in like, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. I think some people are overexposed. Um, and sometimes saying less is more, you know, but being cool to the fans, I think the fans have a lot more access to cool things that we never had access to, which I think is really neat. But, you know, at the end of the day, though, it's about the music. And, you know, 
we didn't really plan on taking a hiatus, you know, this world pandemic and everything kind of, we were on tour with Queensryche and John five right up until the pandemic right. took full effect, you know, and then we were frozen in carbonite on March 15th. And then, you know, and then things kind of like, you know, the freaking helium starts coming out of the balloon and you can hear it deflating and there's like nothing you can do. And it's like, Oh my God, what is that? Three and a half years of momentum is just like dying in the room. So when you start reaching for the whiskey bottle and other things and you go, Oh man, we're going to write a really great record. If we live, if we live yeah. going to be a good one. You know, so I know everybody went through the same thing, man. I mean, levels of depression that I didn't anticipate, you know, I've always been kind of a manic personality, but you just never think that, you know, it's just caught us all by surprise, you know. But yeah. like I said, I started my career out in a circumstance of like, I remember when they didn't play Drowning Pool because Bodies yeah. was on the no-no list. You know what I mean? There was uh, like 40 songs that all of a sudden like Saliva, like Buck Cherry, there's a bunch of bands that were just catching fire, you know, and we were just a little baby band coming out and getting a little bit of press, getting some heat, getting some offers to go on tour. And then 9-11 happened and it was kind of like, well you're on a need to know and we'll let you know when things resume, you know? And, uh, and kind of like the same thing with COVID. It was kind of like, you know, I had that eerie feeling that I remember from, from being in New York during that time where it's kind of like, yeah, we're not really in control anymore. You know, we're at the mercy of things that are collectively much more powerful than us at this point. And, uh, we're pretty insignificant. So, you know, so I just tried to stay busy. I, a lot of time, uh, him and I went from like, you know, binge drinking to like exchanging recipes for culinary stuff. And, and, uh, he's like, I, I, I know what you need to do with those roses. I was like, who are we? What happened? <laughs> what the hell happened here? So, uh, but we're excited to get back out there. You know, I'm very, very grateful and very, been very honored by like a lot of fans that have been writing in recently, um, just to check in with us and just talk to us about how much the music still means to them. And even through this really tough time, how it came into focus even more, you know, certain songs that helped them get through stuff. And that's, you know, that's like one of the greatest things you can ever have as a, as a creator or as a writer or performer, you know, is like you leave an impression that after the algorithm repeat, 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 repeat is off. The machine shuts down for a second you hope they remember you. Right. And right. the fact that, I mean, we didn't just like kind of go away. We went a little bit subterranean, you know, people were calling me like, you know, are you alive? Are you okay? What's going on? Like, yeah, I was a little burnt out. You know, I rebooted the band in 2018 and we just hit the road. I went through a divorce and I just played every pizza shack and, 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 and venue from your coast to coast just to, you know, just to get out there and, and, you know, and, and recultivate things. And, and so it's like, it was in that sense, it was, it was good for me, but nobody wants a two and a half year break, you know, without their own volition, you know? Right. So, and guys like us, we don't need that much time to think because we start thinking about things and we do bad things. You know what I mean? Then we go crazy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So yeah. you guys know the story, man, your performers, your artists, your writers, your creators, you know, the mind is constantly moving and it needs distraction as well. Healthy distraction, because otherwise, you know, those Pandora boxes that you thought you duct tape shut, they start to creak open and you're like, Oh no, it's yeah. bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but that's why we have music and that's what keeps us going. And honestly, it's always been about the songs and playing live shows. That's what I miss the most. If I had to say, like, if I had the choice between you can never record again or you can never play shows again, I would be for me, I'd be like, well, I've done albums that I'm proud of, but it's all about live because that audience interaction and the connection between the artist and, and the crowd 
there's nothing like it. And I have friends that skydive regularly and, you know, they go down the black diamond on the ski slopes and their right. adrenaline breaks. And I'm always like, yeah, man, I've never done some of that stuff, but I know you've never played in front of 25,000 people, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's a whole other kind of thing. You know, the jitters before the stage, the, the high and exultation during the performance and then coming down from that after, you know, it's like, it's a crazy trip. You know, it's a crazy trip. So I miss that. I miss the fans. I miss the interaction of, and the energy of a band like playing live, you know, it's like, that's something that's very healing and very like, you know, like inspirational on in a life energy form, you know? So I'm just like, we're, you know, we're really, we have so much stuff to record. We don't, we don't even know where to begin, but um, we have a lot of great stuff. And in the glass I checked, we had like 50 different rip things that we're working on. So. I mean, it doesn't mean that, you know, they're all freaking, you know, and justice for all great or something, but, uh, but you know, it's good to have more than less and it's good to like, you know, be uncorking stuff that you're like, wow, this is where it's coming from. But I feel excited again, you know, that's nice. You know, it's almost like in this second chapter of however this long this tenure will be, I feel like I did when I first started a band because I'm with guys that are, super cool have veteran status have been in various groups have had certain levels of success and none of us are like it's not our first time in summer camp but we're all on the same page we all really want to make a great album or a great release a series of releases whatever the new material is i mean we're leaning more towards probably a series of eps or something because yeah just like you brought up you have to stay with the times you know i mean an album is like I mean, 50 minutes, I, I don't even know if I can sit still for 50 minutes anymore, much less a younger audience, you know, not even kids that are 18, 13, you know, right. that kid's hacking into the Pentagon with an iPhone three. And I'm over here like, no, no, check out this part, man. Check it out. Hold on, man. Check out this bridge. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm already in the servers. And I'm like, oh man, I'm just going to go some cereal and kill myself. Um, okay. But you know, and then he's like, and he plays you something he made in his living room on his iPhone that like crushes what you just did. And you're like, oh my God, where, who's got the gun? Where's the ammo? <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, dude, it's a wild ride. I mean, dude, it's like, I, I'm, 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 I'm thankful for him. <laughs> he's like, you know, uh, he's my life partner <laughs> or whatever you would call it. Um, but I love him to death, man. I mean, it's like, what? you know, most bands, you don't hear that anymore, man. You know, well, take it easy guys. It's the Eve to Adam, not Steve and Adam, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, but we're, we're cool with everybody. We're cool with everybody. You know, whatever, whatever, you know, you're into, we're into, just bring it to the show, pay for the ticket. Don't use the 3d printer. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, if it wasn't for him, like, I mean, I don't know. I didn't, I don't know if I would have made it. I, I just, not even like with music, but just in general, like hanging on to life. Cause it got pretty dark for me for a little while. And I don't know many bands that are like saying that shit. I mean, he used to come over. We, we used to like sit for hours and, you know, drink and talk and like, you know, and it's like, he was there for me. We're there for each other. And that's what a band really is. I mean, it's kind of like a, you know, it's, it's a, well, for us, it's a men's group that we all play instruments, but we all bitch and moan about everything and, and then try to write something that someone will give a shit about. But, um, but have you yeah, all, I mean, have y'all uh, have y'all embraced the new technology? I've heard you kind of kind of mention a little bit. Like, are y'all doing, you know, like the, the active really big on the socials or doing TikTok stuff like that? And I don't mean like dancing in front of a camera. I mean like releasing music and behind the scenes. You know, giving your audience that that closer look into the band, right? Well, I mean, we 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 got on a TikTok, you know, in December of 2019 and January 2020 and we had some stuff that we were putting out there from the tour with John 5 and Queensryche and 
And uh, we absolutely are going to be more active on it going forward. We've been kind of slacking a little bit. On well, that. I don't know about slacking. I, I'm just like, I'm not the guy who's going to like make stuff up just so you can like, I can be in your face. So you remember me. Like I, I'm just not, it's just it's not who I am. It's not my chemistry. It's like, I first and foremost want you to remember something I did that was good on stage or I sang really great that night, or I wrote a song that means something to you. You know, I mean, working on my in sync moves or something is not something that I'm really is a priority. You know, for others, hey man, it's it's worked out great. I know bands were friends with bands that it's done wonders for them, and that's great. You know, I, I I mean, if that gets you out there and people recognize you for what you really do and not like the buffoonery, then yeah. If, but if the buffoonery overshadows what you're trying to accomplish, then maybe it can be a negative. I think I don't know. Yeah. Um, it- there's creativity in it too, right? So you can kind of make whatever social platform you're using, even if it, if it like for TikTok, cre- make it your thing. Like, what, how how do you express through through TikTok, right? Like, yeah, I, I think for us, it's going to be about comedy um, more so because like the you know hard rock and metal has like such serious overtones a lot, you know, in trying to create the music, promote it, get it out there, do these tours with these amazing bands that all want to kick your ass every night, you know, and it gets pretty hot. And so I think like we, we're naturally like how we vent is like, we make fun of ourselves. We're very self-deprecating. And I think like uh, that naturally comes to me. So I think probably you'll see more like along the lines of some Dave Grohl goofball stuff. That's a little bit like tongue in cheek, like, you know, letting people know we don't take ourselves that seriously. You know, yes, we care about our craft. We always want to put on the best show for you. We know you have a babysitter. You paid for parking beers are $92, you know, and we appreciate you being here. Uh, but you know, at the same time, we're just, we're, we're people and we go through everything that everything else, everybody else does, you know? And, um, that's I mean, that's, that's it, dude. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty simple. You know, we try not to make a terrible video again and again, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, that's what, for me, videos are my, the bane of my existence because I grew up when they were like four hundred and five hundred thousand dollars, and you, you would get have monster trucks coming in. Right. Like you weren't like using CGI, like some hot wheels. It's going to look good, man. Door, it's going to look good. Ah, uh, okay. That's uh that's not going to work there. But, uh, Speaking of videos, uh, we're gonna play one from you guys. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, we're gonna we're gonna roll into day drinking. And, oh, that's uh, that. that was fun actually. That was a fun video. If they could all be like that one, I hear you. <laughs> I'd probably sign up a lot more because we were actually drinking during that one. It was a nice uh, team. <laughs> hey, why not? Right? I'm a method actor. I'm a method actor. There you uh, go. <laughs> we're gonna roll into it, and then we're gonna come in and we're, we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about what's up next for you guys. Thanks, so here, man. here is Eve to Adam. It's day drinking and you're watching the sound. All right. There you go. Day drinking. That is Eve to Adam. And uh, it looked like it was fun to shoot. It looked like it was, was a fun video. It was a, it was a good time. It was a, it was a true story, too, because that bus actually did break down on our way there. <laughs> to that and, festival. and we literally showed up five minutes before we had to get on a stage and we we're just we were like caravanning and carpooling through the mountains of West Virginia, sweating <laughs> bullets. It was crazy. But it's like it was it. I mean, West Virginia is a fun place. Anyway, there's a great crowd there. It was uh, Hinder was uh, we were, yeah, yeah Hinder and Blue Oyster Cult played too. Yeah, we were support for Hinder and Blue Oyster Cult. So it's like that's uh, that was a pretty unique experience. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so. Fast, fast forward to t- 2023. Uh, you've uh, you recently signed with Four Three Four Management uh, with our with our buddy Derek. Love Derek. Uh, so tell us, tell us what is in the future plans uh, for you guys here in 2023. Uh, Hangovers. <laughs> I, I think 
Well, with Derek, it's like, be careful what you wish for, because if you merely mention things, like he just has, happens to like, just, he makes things happen. Like it's, it's uh, all away. he's awesome, man. I mean, honestly, I think I've been looking for him my whole career and it's, it's a, it's a, it's really ironic and weird because I, I was actually born in New Orleans and, uh, and I lived there, you know, until I was like seven before we moved to Florida as a family. And so I like really, like I spent every weekend in the French quarter and that's where really where I fell in love with music, you know, um, being surrounded by some of the best musicians in the world and that kind of like whimsical carefree, like sanctuary that music creates, you know, especially for children. And it's like, it's just such a, you know, endless possibilities, you know what I mean? And that, that the harmonic, um, equilibrium that you just, uh, you don't know anything but that until you get older and you've realized there's so much dissonance in the world. But yeah, him being from there and me being a native of there, being born there and everything like that. It's like, and, and I had expressed to him that I want to do um, some videos in new Orleans, you know, and kind of touch on, you know, kind of return to origin and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's really great having a manager that feels like he's another member of the band, you know, I mean, he's right. literally like every great band that I've ever loved has always had like the, manager is a very integral part of the vision and how they're represented. And when you don't have to like overly um, describe or, you know, illustrate things that you want done because it's almost like that person's like finishing your sentences because that's exactly, we, we just see eye to eye. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big relief because for, I think one of the things that's plagued me in my career mostly has been just, bad timing with the wrong people, you know, on the front, in the front office, so to speak, you know, um, not to say I'm not grateful for some of the folks that have helped me along the way, but when it came time to make the really big decisions, they were more about themselves than about the band. And it, it made it let the band suffered for that, you know, and, um, you know, it's hard to pick up the pieces after, you know, as I, I mean, I, I know a few other bands that are, I'm friends with that have just recently called it and I, you know, I, maybe five years ago, I'd be like, I don't know how you could do that or whatever. But now, I mean, like these days I see, like, it's like, you know, if your motivations aren't right, you know, I mean, like, I, I look, I don't have grand expectations. I mean, for me, like I was like talking with Derek and the band the other day, I was like, this is a victory, you know, getting the band back together and talking about doing shows and getting tour offers and people want us. And that's awesome. Every little step right. of that is, is a great thing, you know? So you know, if we happen to hit the top 10 or something and it, it blows up, that'd be incredible. Uh, but if it doesn't, the mere fact that I, I get to enjoy doing this again um, and I'm with cool people that I like don't want to throw out the back of the bus, you know, as it's as the trailer is like, you know, catches fire. Um, right. that, that's a good thing. You know, I, I, I can't say it's always been like that. You know, sometimes you get into groups and you're like, you know, the first three months, six months, a year. And then like by a year and a half, you're like, man, if that guy says one more freaking thing, I'm going to rip the space out. You know what I mean? And you got 42 dates to go guys. How yep. you guys doing? Everything all right? You're like, yeah, man, we're doing great, man. I'm just sharpening my knife. You know, like, I can't wait to stab this guy. But yeah. So that's all the stuff fans don't know. You know how bands like keep that smile on there when really they're like, I can't wait to hit the airport and not see this guy for six weeks, you know? But, uh, for us, it's like, you know, being in our, you know, early, early to mid forties and feeling like you're 22, 23 again, uh, that's a gift, you know, no, and that I comes from being with people that you, you have fun I'm with. You know? 40s and I never felt like I was back in my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep, Greg with us is why. Well, <laughs> I think Pedialyte, Pedialyte, Pedialyte. But yeah, I mean, I think that's another byproduct of being in a band where the music keeps you, you know, keeps your spirit young. And I think like not over adulting at times and kind of keeping the real world at bay, you know, like we have to coexist. We have to, you know, we have to walk within the walls at times, of course, but don't let it stick to you, you know, because it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's a very toxic place. And it drains you of all the things that you try to cultivate and, you know, and hold on to. And so you have to be like, it's a very unique position to be an artist. You have to be uh, with a tough exterior, but it can't be so, so tough that it kills, you know, the kind of like uh, embryonic spirit that's inside of you, so to speak. You know what I mean? So it's like you have to keep the negativity at bay, but make sure that everything here stays solvent so that you can keep creating. And and the child, the inner child, like gets to play, you know. Um, and that's the one thing with the modern business is like it's so business. I mean, it's always been music business. But like today, it's like it's really it pisses me off that like the last thing we get to on the list is like, Hey, okay. Now we can jam, you know, we went right. through all 97 income streams and now we've got seven minutes to write a song and possibly jam or something. It's like, isn't that what we got into this for? Isn't that what we're supposed to be doing instead of like collecting thousands of pennies to try to see if we can put fuel in the econo line. Um, it's just kind of, it's weird. It's us backwards because I always thought like to be a great songwriter, you need to be writing songs, be a great uh, performer you need to be performing, working audiences, learning how to improve your craft, learning from other people that you admire that are willing to give you a half-assed compliment every once in a while because they, they see something in you, you know? And I guess if we can be that for some of the younger artists and the younger bands that are coming up, you know, without preaching or anything, but, you know, I don't mind being a big brother to some kids that I see that are like, you know what, these kids are good, man. These guys got some fire let's see if we can save them five or seven years of like <laughs> bad mistakes we made, you know, and maybe we can like, you know, show, uh, shoulder in the next, you know, the next superstars that are going to carry this thing. Cause that's one thing I think about is that a lot of my idols are dying, you know, they're checking out every day and this thing needs to continue. I would like, I'm, I feel like I've done some of my part in doing that. I, I'd like to continue doing that. And right. Um, but you know, we'd like to leave it better than we, than we found it, but I don't see a lot of enough of that, um, you know, kind of like taking guys under your wing kind of thing, you know, like with the bands and stuff and, and like, you know, a little bit of that camaraderie and brotherhood. Cause I think, you know, there's a lot of talent out there. Um, and we see it all the time when we're playing venues, you know, theaters and clubs and stuff. And, and some band comes from out of nowhere and they just fucking, they killed it. And you're like, wow, that was insane. That was incredible. And you're like, who are these guys, you know? And then like eight months later, you hear the same old stories of like how things implode, you know? Right. I, it would be great to be able to like stop that from happening with some of these guys, you know, because uh, we've all been there and we've learned from it. And there's definitely something to be said about remaining real to yourself, humble, turning into a good day's work, you know what I mean? And not just like checking out all the time and thinking you are, you know, amazing all the time i mean you know you got to keep things in balance you know um because i think until you play stadiums like metallica you're not doing shit so i mean what are you talking about you know what i mean like yeah slow your roll bro you know nice tour nice work but there's work to be done brother the mountain is very big it's, it's not a sprint it's a marathon you know so i don't know we've we've all like kind of sold i hate that saying sold our souls to rock and roll but 
I think like rock and roll saved my soul more than I sold it to it. You know what I mean? It's like, it was more my religion than like religion, you know? It's like, I don't know. Is that, is that weird? Like, I think, uh, yeah. Bruce Dickinson is like a high priest and he's like, there's more truth and honor in, in Iron Maiden than there is in most organized, uh, schlockery of Christianity and all this stuff. I mean, I don't know. So, and I'm a Christian, you know, I say that because I always, I see all this talk of Christianity, but I don't see a lot of Christian people doing anything about it. You know, it's like one thing to like throw the Bible in my face, but that guy's homeless and you just walked right over him. He's right. probably going to die tonight. doesn't have a jacket, but you, uh, you can't wait to get to the steakhouse and drink $400 bottle of port. What a Christian <laughs> Christians like you, man. I tell you, that's why the world's such a great place. But yeah, I don't know. We like to act instead of talk so much. And even though I'm doing a lot of fucking talking right now. <laughs> so tell us with partnering up with uh, with four three four. What uh, when can we expect any new music? You said you had fifty something ideas, right? Like when are y'all gonna be cranking that out? We used to call them demos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, now those that's what hits radio sometimes. They're like, don't worry. But did the drummer play on this? Yeah, yeah. Wink, wink. He played. Don't worry about it. Sounds good. Let's keep rolling. And right. the drummer's over there like, is this razor blade sharp enough? You think? I'm like, don't do it, man. We love you. It's okay. You haven't been replaced. We still need you. So we, we just put out uh, Victory back in December. And we're, we got a bunch of stuff that we're working on now. Yeah, we did put out a new song. Um, and I think it's kind of like the sentiment of that song is really just, I think, a sentiment that we all share, whether you're in a band or you're just, you know, work at ibm or whatever we have all just kind of survived something that was like what the fuck just happened you know what i mean like it was like what ha i don't what what's going on is it going to be okay like you know and and uh we lost a lot of friends and in the industry and great tour people that you know either left the business or are not even on this mortal plane anymore and there's been a lot of pain a lot of heartache but you know at the same time you have to the show must go on like freddie mercury said and the best way to honor those people is to do what you do and remember them with your action, you know? And so we're just, we've been really just trying to write honest things, like honest material, not trying to like write the next jingle that sounds like this thing that just happened or whatever, because I think I'm at that point in my life and my career where I've, there's some things that I haven't said that I just feel like, you know what, with everything that just happened, you can't take it for granted anymore. You know, we all sit around and make plans, you know, five year, 10 year, 20 year plans. But I think if this thing has proven anything to us, it's that you really have to live, you know, in the moment because nothing's guaranteed, you know, so I might not be able to make another product after this, another album or whatever. So get it out, spit it now, whatever yeah. needs to be said, say it now. You know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, so I'm like glad the Pantera thing's happening and like other bands are reuniting and taking advantage of the moment and some great music is coming of it. And, you know, we need all of that. The world needs as much great art as possible. You know, I'm Greek I, by I, heritage, yeah. you know, so I'm Greek by heritage. I grew up with my dad telling me like, you know, Aesop's fables and like, you know, the 300 was like my bedtime story before it was a, an incredible movie, you know, with CGI abs and all that stuff. But that, that was a story that he used to tell me, you know, it's like, cause he's from Sparta, you know, I've been there. I've seen what he, where he came from. It's like, wow. I, never have any right to complain you know you didn't have shoes to you were 12 what did you guys do like, you know they survived you know post-world war ii if it wasn't for the americans they wouldn't have made it so so it's like always help me keep it in, in check but like something the ancient greek culture always said is like 
a civilization or societies can always be judged by the integrity of their art. You know what I mean? Sculpture, painting, music, poetry, you know, and I just think to myself, you know, as much as I like comic book movies and stuff that maybe we're a little imbalanced in that, you know, like great art is, it does live forever. You know, is that going to like, you know, are we there? Are we pushing the envelope? You know, I think that, we all could do better. That's all I'm saying. So, well, speaking of art, where do we? Where are y'all going to be most active? Where can people that are that are listening to this they they, they want to see what you're putting out? Where where they need to find y'all? My MySpace channel. <laughs> but I, I recently got it back from Justin Timberlake, and it's just killing it right now. Yeah. Uh, no. uh, most active on our Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram. I mean, we're re like. Look, the reason we have something to talk about now, you know, we we have a reason to like, you know, share things again. I just didn't want to be out there just blabbering and filling up the nebulous space with just noise for just, you know, ego's sake. You know, there's plenty of stuff that's more important. I, we have something to do again and, and things to interact with. So we're going to be a lot more active. But, um, you know, I, I enjoyed the break, you know, because this can be exhausting. You know, and you have to look at yourself in the mirror and know that you can't just be one leg in, one leg out. I mean, this is like all in. These are you talk about seventeen and eighteen hour days, you know, and, and it's like the, the cycle never ends. You never get to get off the treadmill sometimes. So, 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 but you know, it's all about interacting with our fans, you know, and like hearing what the music means to them and seeing guys that got into bands because of us or whatever or that we were in some way some kind of an influence or inspirational. I mean, those are like the greatest stories, you know. Um, so that makes it worth it, you know, but yeah, Instagram, Facebook and TikTok, you will see us probably do some terrible dancing. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. kind of like Genesis we, did that video. We but, appreciate y'all uh, jumping on here with us this, uh, this evening. Right on, man. Right on. Well, it, it's a pleasure. Thank you. We love your format, by the way. We think it's really cool. Oh, Sweet. thank you very much. We, we've, we've done quite a few of these re as, as, uh, as of late, uh, courtesy of our awesome manager and team. And, uh, and I have to say, this is, uh, we've done some very, very good ones and great interaction, cool hosts, but your guys setup is super, it's dope. Thank like you, it. man. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate it that very much. Right and, on, man. Uh, stay in touch. Uh, yeah. you guys are, are ready to release a new single. I mean, of course we have our radio station too. So, uh, well, definitely check out victory, man. It's a pretty cool song. Um, it's definitely very Eve to Adam. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's of the times. You know, and it's, it gives a little bit of hope and something that we can all hold on to, you know. And so, but uh, but sooner than later, there's going to be a lot of things going on. So um, we've been offered to do some shows with some really cool bands. So, and honestly, the best place to find us is at, at the show. There <laughs> so, we go. Yeah. We go. Well, well keep going, man. Keep it rolling, bro. We love you guys. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we'll catch up with you guys very, very soon again. Absolutely. Thanks all a lot. Right. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. We really appreciate the support. If you want to stay up to date with all the things we're doing here at The Sound, be sure to download our free radio app. It's in the App Store or Google Play. Just type in The Sound 228. It'll come right up. Download it on your phone. Listen to all the killer new music that Kevin and I are trying to promote to the masses. You can stay up to date with all of our social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can also download the episodes of the podcast and The Homegrown Show all right there inside of the app. Go download it now. You won't be disappointed. And once again, we are the sound. We are New Rock.